This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Middle Shop's Backstage Pass. Oh boy, back for Middle Shop's Backstage Pass. Episode 100, triple digits. We built up anticipation by not posting an episode for two weeks. Just to get you all horny and prepped. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel right now. How did you know? Horny? Because I can see your pants. Whoa! You don't need to look, though. Well, uh, it's not that impressive. So. Yeah, I know. It's not that noticeable, so don't worry about it. Sorry Just do you... the old, like, tuck. You know, tuck under yeah, your you know, sweatpants. Nobody will ever know. Uh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm stoked to be back. Episode 100. We lived for 100 episodes of this podcast I wonder if there's anybody who's heard every single one. Tim Berklet. Oh, yeah, that's true. Holler at your Tim. Tim. <laughs> Just tuck it up. Holler at your Tim. Tim. Uh, what's up, gentlemen? Ryan, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. It's been a good week. Yeah? Well, uh, why don't you tell us why? Um, My snails gave birth. Your what? snail? You have snails? What did you just say? I got, I got snails in my fish tank. There's little mini snails all over the place. They're adorable. I'm stoked on it. Your snails had babies? So you yep. have baby snails rolling baby around? Baby snails. Uh, how many? Are they, they up for adoption? I, I think there's like 60 or 70 in there. They're Jesus super Christ. tiny and all over the tank, and I'm stoked on it. Somebody was doing work in that tank. Yep. Cool. Well, congratulations, snail daddy. Yep, I'm a snail, snail daddy. daddy. Uh, my pumpkins are getting f***ing huge. Yeah, man, just you need to work for, out. Just in time for Halloween. Yeah, they're like the size of huge uh, beach balls, man. You know what hasn't gotten huge? Ian's lost like 40 pounds over this last summer. Yeah, it's because I've been losing my f***ing mind. Uh, but also just moving. I realized that like after moving for two weeks straight, just heavy boxes and couches and mattresses. Yeah, uh, yeah I basically worked out every Getting day. Getting that muscle. Yeah, or just not being a fat f***ing lazy piece of shit. Sitting around ordering like five Chipotle burritos a day. Five a day. Yep. I, that that would end very quickly. I think. <laughs> didn't uh, you uh, didn't you ease off on the uh, hard A for a bit there too? Yes, I did. I've been having a couple whiskeys lately because uh, I just been stressed the f- out. But once I get back in my own house and kind of establish myself, plus it's been nice just to hang it's back up. to five bottles a night. Uh, five bottles a night, five burritos a day, dude. It's the five five rule and uh, five times hanging out with your mama. She says, what's up? Hi, does she listen to this too? Uh, hell no. She doesn't listen to this podcast. My mom knows better than that. Yeah, I don't think she'd be <laughs> able to make it through. Oh my God. I think she listens to Metal Shop for about three seconds of the intro and then she's like, all right, have a good show. Well, that's nice. That's nice. Have uh, a good night, mom. I heard uh, Mr. Rogers and then I turned off the radio. <laughs> <laughs> that's her favorite part of the show, probably. Exactly. But uh, I got a new place to live today. Yay! Uh, my buddy Steve just bought a house, so congrats to him. He and his wife are moving out. And I'm taking his rental. And you live in Burien now. Uh, yeah. I don't know anything about my neighborhood or anything that's around me at, at all. Uh, I know, Ryan, there's not really any Pokemon stops around me, so. That sucks. Gonna have to be a hacker like you. Hold that's on, okay. hold on. I'll set you up, dude. Oh, you're gonna hack in right now? You're gonna hack the mainframe? Famous crimes in Burien. Oh, God. 
uh, I was reading that uh, uh, after, I think it goes Tacoma, Tukwila, Burien for the three most dangerous uh, cities in western Washington. Stay strapped. Oh, I do. Uh, I don't think anything weird's going to happen. My house is in a really private neighborhood, so I'm pretty stoked, man. I just need to get in there because I miss my bed. Like my back and my neck are all, my neck, my back, they're all f***ed up. You need a backyotomy. Dr. Sid. There are 34 rapes per 100,000 people. There are one murder for every 100,000 people. Does it say how many people live in the city? A thousand. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) My odds are pretty high. Yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, have you ever done the whole like uh, search for sex offenders uh, near your house? I have, and I don't think I'll ever do it again just because how bummed I was at how many of them there were around and just everywhere, really. Yeah, I uh, made the mistake of looking at the police blotter a week or two ago. It's It was a freaking nightmare. Like, three blocks away from my house, breaking and entering. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, uh, just walk around with a sledgehammer. Nobody will f*** with that's you. That's a then. good idea. Then you look like f***ing Triple H from WWE. Oh, hey, I yeah, used a pickaxe to chase a guy. I am the game. Once. A pickaxe? Yeah, it was all I had nearby, and some dude uh, tried to bust in my front door, so I, I was naked, and there was a pickaxe <laughs> nearby. And I chased him down the flight of stairs in my apartment building, screaming, wielding a pickaxe. I'm pretty sure that guy never robbed another house yeah. again. It's like you broke into the wrong house. Naked bearded man with a pickaxe. Dude, I was half drunk and out of it and mumbling. You're dude. ready to murder someone. I was looking super, super killer. In cold blood. You're fucking dead. Had my murder <laughs> face rolling. Uh, summer's coming to an end, man. Can- Summer is fucking over. It's been raining. Did you it ever is- get a day off? Oh, uh, I got one day off this summer. That's one more day than I had. <laughs> I had one day off this summer, but it's okay. I'm I'm okay with that. You know, I fucking I had some days off. I worked. You know, if I had a day off, then I would work at the night. If I had a night off, I would work in the, during the day. It's okay. I grinded, and I and I got out of a little debt. Fixed my car today, and uh, you know, it's fine. I don't it's see all good. nothing wrong. It's all good, and I get to end the summer off with a bang. I'm going to see Black Sabbath next mu- uh, next week Tight. over at uh, Ridge Ridgewood or Ridgefield. Ridgefield. Yeah. In where? Kennewick? Yeah, uh, no, Ridgefield. It's Ridgefield, uh, the Sunlight Amphitheater near Vancouver, Washington. We got third row seats. So it's going to be fucking sweet. That was an expensive ticket. Definitely something that I had to pay back. Uh, my friend bought that one with yeah, his uh, tax. Of, tax. Sean's pretty refund. generous, but that's that's a pretty high price. And it's cool that you're going. Yeah, I'm stoked. I've seen a bunch of good shows in the last couple weeks since we've, uh, since we've last talked. I went and saw... Uh, Mantar over at the Dude, uh, High Line. Yeah, Mantar kind of stole that show from me a little bit. Yeah, Cobalt, Cobalt was rad, but Mantar freaking killed it. Did you notice how skeletal and sinewy their guitar player looked? Absolutely, yeah. He looked like a creature out of Dark Souls or something, man. He was freaking wild. They're, was a two-piece, they're a two-piece. Imagine Melvin's riffs with like black metal vocals. Uh, I also saw Boris a couple weeks back. In, mm-hmm. uh, they're from Japan. They played uh, Numos alongside Earth. They played their entire Pink record, which is like their seminal, like huge breakthrough record here in the States. Uh, I saw this awesome band um, called Sheer Mag, and they are just like awesome punk rock. Um, they are kind of glam rock mixed with punk, uh, just really good. And the female, the singer, she has such a bitchin' voice. She has, she sings so well. She just has the most powerful, awesome vocal range. Uh, I saw the band. Th- 
sorry, I saw the movie 31 with one of those like fathom oh, nice. events, one of those one night events. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, I got to say it's fucking brutal. It's certainly very heinously brutal. Yeah, yeah, Rob Zombie's pretty, uh, pretty narrow point I can't, to it. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's not. Is it's there pretty any straightforward. Way to describe the plot without giving away the movie at all, or uh, yeah, uh, kids get taken by clowns and have oh, to God. kill them and dry, like kill their way out. Clowns, huh? yeah, they get abducted by like clowns and they have to. It's on Halloween and they have to like kill them uh, or be killed. And uh, you know, right. it's pretty basic plot. It's it's interesting. It's it's kind of it's definitely not as good as one. House of a Thousand Corpses, but it's but it's good. That's cool, man. I, I I'm glad he's still making movies. Yeah, man. And I, I think we're getting desensitized with the brutality, though. Like yeah. I saw Green Inferno, and I was like, man, not that bad. Not that bad. Which is so f-ed. because it was pretty f-ed violent. It was terrible. It was heinous. I wanted to send a quick uh, R.I.P. to Gene Wilder, ah, yes. incredible <laughs> actor, uh, hilarious, just weird, one of a kind. Uh, you know everything from. Uh, Willy Wonka to Young Frankenstein to Blazing, Blazing Saddles. Saddles. So good. All of his movies with Richard Pryor. Yeah, it's sad to see him go. And he didn't really ever do that many interviews. I was listening to some of the things he did in like the late 80s and 70s. And he never really wanted to do it in front of an audience. He said he'd only ever do it one-on-one. And the thing that kind of blows my mind is that he died from complications to Alzheimer's. Oh, wow. Mm. So even after that like epic lifetime of completing so many things... I wonder what, you know, I wonder what was going through his mind. It's just crazy. So, yeah, rest in peace, man. I need to go back and watch all of those now. I want to watch Willy Wonka for sure. Blazing Saddles, man. Uh, that movie scared the shit out of me when I was a little kid. Why? Willy so? Wonka? Like oh, the scene oh they, yeah. When they go through the tunnel and like totally. the fucking creepy guy with the cart out. What the f***, man? Kids movies used to be kind of dark and... Absolutely. I mean, just the fact that they have like, okay, so there's that show Strange, uh, Stranger Things, right? Mm-hmm. It totally brought me back to the 80s and the early 90s when they had kids horror was an actual genre. Like the yeah. movie The Witches. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, Monster Squad. Yeah, kids. It, it was like not f***ed up horror movies, but it was scary. Wolfman has nards. Stuff for kids. It was awesome. Stranger Things actually has season two coming out. Yeah. yeah. Which is badass. Looking forward to that. It's cool to see, like, people jump in and getting so pumped on, like, actual, like, Netflix series and Netflix series doing way more and getting way more hype than, like, uh, you know, network television. Dude, they've been... Or cable television. I'm really, really looking forward to Luke Cage. Netflix oh, yeah. really crushed it with uh, their whole Daredevil series and with The Punisher and that whole thing. I did like that. Awesome. Well, man, internet killed the video star. What are you going to do, you know? Let's uh, let's talk about some of the things been going on. It's been a couple weeks, so uh, there's a a lot to cover. We'll try and get through it quickly. But let's start with uh, new new Vader. Vader's got a new record. Uh, their last one was Tibby et Igni. See, I remember some things. Polish metal. 2014. So uh, yeah, you want to? I mean, I don't feel like I should impress my opinion. Impress it. I'm not as impressed as I was before, but maybe it'll grow on me. Take a listen. It's off their new EP called Iron Girl. Times, November 4th. I found the truth in the holy law. God speaks to me day and night. Genocide and over on the foe. And they never stop to slay at his command. I was for the grave, struck by silence. 
metal song shout out to michael Faley. that's like his favorite band yeah, in the bomb. world high on fire is going to premiere a new music video uh for the black plot off their off their luminiferous record and uh it's actually going to be saturday september 10th on adult swim network uh pretty cool so it's actually directed by skinner who's an incredible artist uh works with mastodon and hey beautiful jerk a visual effects team that runs with that uh does run the jewel stuff nine inch nail stuff and, uh, yeah, you can check it out. So uh, that's Saturday, September 10th, next Saturday on the Adult Swim Network. Check it out. Maybe we'll be able to stream that somehow in here. Speaking of uh, music videos, looks like Testament just put out a new song. Pretty excited about it. There's a lyric video up for Brotherhood of the Snake. That's going to be the uh, the title of their new album as well. Really looking forward to this. Testament has yet to disappoint. So well, let's... Yeah. can we get a little snippet? Yeah, let me play the beginning of this here and just iterate. I was reading an interview with Chuck Billy about this song and the record, and he was like, yeah, I watched a bunch of ancient aliens and wrote down the lyrics for these, this record. So it all came from ancient aliens. Aliens, man. Aliens. Testament guy, what do you think so far? This was actually my most anticipated record this year. Yeah. Out of everything. How's it how's it stacking up so far? I liked it all except for the ancient aliens thing. <laughs> Alright, that's fair. Uh let's see here. That's uh that's the first song out of ten. Let's see, October twenty eighth, nuclear blast. This has actually been the year of nuclear blast, man. Yeah, man. They've been taken over. Century Media is actually releasing the new uh, Devin Townsend record. Devin Townsend's going to be in town on October 14th alongside Between the Barrier to Me at Studio 7. And uh, he has a new song called Stormbending. It is streaming now on MetalUnderground.com. Uh, the new album is called Transcendence out September 10th. Yeah, dude. fair to say you got a little more stony on this record or is that just me i don't know i think it's kind of funny because he he doesn't smoke weed <laughs> anymore know. he's so sober stony sober stoner
el escape. So much new music, man. I think everybody's trying to sneak it in before the year ends here. Speaking of new music, let's keep the ball rolling. Crowbar is streaming a new song called Falling While Rising. It's going to be off their new album, The Serpent Only Lies. It's going to be coming out October 28th. Really looking yes. forward to this one. The Rift Lord returns. Yeah. Music for fat guys. So we're going to make In Flames great again or what? Nah. Hopefully. <laughs> New In Flames, to. it better be great again. Uh, otherwise, we're building a wall, man. Building a wall against this Swedish band. Uh, they have a record called Battles Out. Let's see. November 11th. This song kind of sounds like the old stuff. Brian, I want to hear what you think. After we it's interesting when they have the kids doing the gang vocals. The kids, man. The little kids. To be honest, I kind of like it. I kind of like it, too. It's, it's better than the song we had last week. It's the same song we had last week. Is this the same song we had last yeah. week? So it, yeah, thanks for paying attention, Ryan. It's proof that Ryan doesn't actually listen to it. <laughs> Man, I just tune out when I hear In Flames these days. That's the part I want to hear. I think they're on their way back, man. It's hard to I say. Hope. I'll check I it out. So. I might like it. I might give it a go. So this weekend, Dave Lombardo is performing with the Misfits at Riot Fest. Riot Fest is obviously going down in Chicago this weekend, and it's going to be going down uh, in Denver. September. It's in two on. spots. Yeah, it's in two cities. Wait, is it Denver September 4th and Chicago September 18th? Never mind. So it looks like the Denver one is going on tomorrow. 
and the Chicago one is going on on the 18th. Dave Lombardo, obviously the former drummer of Slayer, the original drummer of Slayer. He has joined forces alongside Suicidal Tendencies. He's now in Misfits. Uh, the the big news story about Misfits is that it's a uh, it's Jerry only and Glenn Danzig and Doyle coming together for the first time since the huge split in uh, in the late 80s. Yeah, it's, it's been a minute. Uh, Misfits, obviously, huge influence of bands like Metallica, uh, punk bands and metal bands. I mean, pff, I mean, you can't go anywhere without seeing the Misfits logo tattooed on someone or on someone's T-shirt. It's like the, the Black Flag, flag logo. <laughs> Uh, so there's a show on the History Channel called uh, Ozzy and Jack's World Detour. Apparently it's Ozzy and his really? son, uh, Jack Osborne. I haven't seen him since the Osbournes. He was always kind of a f***ing asshole, too, and I thought it was funny. He liked McRibs. <laughs> That's true. So it's on Sundays, I guess. I kind of want to watch just to see a train wreck. But apparently the uh, the guy Little Ozzy who was on uh, what like the Singing with the Stars or whatever, the America's Got Talent, and so they're going to have him on there. Uh, nobody really gives a shit. I just think it'd be kind of funny to see Sundays on the History Channel. How <laughs> many people do you think got turned on to Sugar by that episode of Jack blaring them at his neighbor? Zero. Okay. <laughs> do you, okay. Speaking of weird shows, have you guys watched? Do you guys watch Vice TV? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Uh, have you watched uh, Action Bronson watches Ancient Aliens? Oh God! <laughs> so it's the rapper a- Action Bronson watching Alien, uh, watching Ancient Aliens, but he's getting. F- blazed the whole time (laughs) and this week Rob Van Dam and Sabu are on it and they're going to be getting f***ing high as with Action Bronson while watching Ancient Aliens. How have I not (laughs) seen this before? It's great. It's almost uh, like uh, Snoop Dogg doing a a voicing over planet Earth. Oh wow. Look at this motherfucking alligator. (laughs) Yeah I highly suggest Action Bronson watches Aliens. You've checked out Party Legends right? No. No. Party it, it's just celebrities telling their best party stories, and oh, then they have God. different animators. Oh, I have the seen stories. that. That's good on Vice. Yeah, yeah, uh, another good Vice show. So they uh, animate it. Yeah, okay. Dennis Rodman shows up, and he's like, "Yo, I'm going to tell you how to break your d- in half in three yeah, different I saw ways." That one. Yeah, he broke his d- three times, and every every time he like gushed out blood all over the place, like a fucking anime or some shit. All right, so if that ever happened to me, oh. I would take serious precautions to make sure that it never happened again. Oh, man. It's Dennis Rodman. <laughs> He's like, I'll give a shit. He'll fix it. He said one of the times is from a girl running across the room and just trying to jump onto it. No, he ran across the room oh, into her. Oh, God. <laughs> he was, it was the other way around. Uh, when the f*** to get in the way. When pole vaulting Come gets back taken- here, pussy. God. Uh, we Come talk- back. Sepultura did uh, the Roots record from front to back. I, was it at Maryland Death Fest? I think it was a one-off thing. But he's been talking about, and I mean, Max Cavalera talking about wanting to do other classic Sepultura records. Uh, so they're kind of, they're taking it back, man. So, so many good, I mean, f-ing, so many good classic Sepultura. I don't know which Sepultura is which, so it's hard to say. Is this tour coming through Washington, the uh, the Roots tour? I really I hope it so. is. No, it doesn't nope. look like it is. That sucks. Oh, it is a full tour. It's like a month and a half long. Yeah, Black to Hall Your Murder and Combi Christ and Allegiant. Yeah, let's talk about that band then. Last week we played Rush, a Rush cover by Allegion, and now they have a new one coming out. It's, uh, it's called All Hell Science, which is pretty awesome. They shot it at a brewery. <laughs> Let's go. 
All hail knowledge, all hail science. It's tight, I can get behind that. We need more uh, musical, lyrical content like that. Uh, apparently this was filmed by Vince, uh, our dude at, at Metal Blade. Nice! Uh, in Denver at, what's it called? Black Sky Brewery. Sick. They just threw a free party to do the video shoot. Way cool. Support! Uh, Sick of It All is turning 30. That's awesome. Uh, they're going to be releasing a new record, When the Smoke Clears, in November on Century Media, November 4th. And these and guys look in great shape. I, I think they take really good care of themselves, too. They work out. From New York. Yeah, uh, dude. Classic I, You know, a lot of strict metalheads will still admit that they like Sick of It All. Just one of those bands that... I guess I shouldn't... Maybe I will go this far. If you don't like Sick of It All and you know who they are, I probably don't like you or trust you. Is that too far, they, Ryan? No, nah, Here's I the test. Know, man. You they're, like Sick of It All? They're an awesome band, uh, and not just because of their music. It's like, th their albums are one... Like, I enjoy their albums for sure, but like live, they're so infectious. They have so much energy. They're just a, they're just a raw, rad, high energy hardcore band. 86 to 2016, man. 30 years. Hope I can do 30 years Ooh. of anything. Smoking weed. Yes. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm almost halfway. You start, did you start smoking weed when you were zero? Uh, I was smoking weed in the womb, actually. What, uh, 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 okay. I was going to go somewhere really weird with that. Yeah, let's but... not. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom listens to this. She'd be like, Kevin! you no i highly doubt you would say that god there's a good band name in there somewhere womb ripper maybe Ooh. or kevin f you <laughs> that'd be a good band name f kevin oh. i was gonna say something about a cervical bong attachment what the Dude, f there you go. <laughs> see that song material right there i don't even think she'd be mad about that she'd just be like what the f are you talking about <laughs> uh, iron maiden has their third beer out this one's called trooper red and black uh, it followed just the Trooper and then Trooper 666 most recently. Move over Allegiant. We got Iron Maiden. Let's get an Iron Maiden brewery here. Uh, I'd be so tight. I don't want to talk but to be honest with you, I don't really like the first two. Yeah? Maiden beers. Maybe Not this one will be good. Red and black? I don't know. What they taste beef? like balls? They need to make an IPA, I think. But they're like, hey, you know all the beers that you like? We're going to do the exact opposite of those. <laughs> I'll still drink it at the bar, though. If somebody buys it for me, Kevin, buy me a beer. No, f no. Ryan, buy your own beer. Buy me a beer. Nope, not gonna happen. Actually, yeah, I'll buy you a beer. Oh, see, thanks, Ryan. I'm a nice guy. You don't but, have to be a nice guy to buy someone beer. I'm a nice guy, and I'm not gonna buy you a fucking beer. He's a nice guy, and he'll spin kick my beer out of my hand. I'm um, a nice guy, and I'll fucking keep my own five dollars. Here's your two dollars. Macedon's coming back. Yeah, thanks a lot, Kevin. I can appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Give me the shirt off your back. No, it's a good t-shirt. <laughs> Metal Shop. Feel the love. Uh, 2014, they put out Once More Around the Sun. Mastodon said they're going back into the studio in the fall, October or November. So, I guess probably 20, 2017, early 2017. But the real question is, will they be returning with a video with more booty dancing? Oh, like part two? With more twerking, more rump shaking. I forgot about that video. I feel like I'd like to think that was Brand Daler's idea. Hey guys, what do you want to do for this music video? Yo, check Dude, this out. Twerking, booty shaking. Let's All do it. All kinds of booties. And then he and then he thought he was just joking, and then he walks in the next day and he's like, Oh, we're doing this? Oh, okay, cool. Cool. Tight. All right, whatever. Uh they should be in the in the video twerking next time for the next one. <laughs> uh, I don't know how many times I'd watch that, but hey. Do your thing. Uh apparently back in the day, and this is out of my own ignorance, but uh, Jeff Loomis tried out to be the guitar player for Ozzy Osbourne. Yes. And he got turned down. They turned down Jeff Loomis. That's pretty crazy to me, because he's obviously a shredder. 
But, you know, Gus G is also a shredder. He's played with lots of shredders. Wasn't he too young at the time, or was that... No, that was Megadeth. Yeah, that was... was talking about. So he tried out for Megadeth back in the day when he was a little kid. And uh, so he he didn't get it when he was 16 years old um, because he was too young. Um, Yeah, because they can't take a 16-year-old kid on tour. Oh, my God, that kid would be so f***ed up. And then he said around 2008, he actually had the chance... To when he, uh, on Gigantor, he was on Gigantor. He had the chance to try out again, but he said he kind of biffed it because he didn't really have time to practice, and he was recording his own solo project. Uh, in the interview, he was also asked if there were any other bands he tried getting over the years, and uh, Jeff said, "I auditioned for Ozzy Osbourne before Gus G got the gig. I actually flew down to Los Angeles and played five songs for Ozzy and Sharon. I jammed with the band, and Ozzy basically just watched from the couch with Sharon. He's like." bloody fantastic guitar playing man that's fucking amazing and then apparently jeff uh, came up to him and said how old are you i'm like i'm 38 oh okay thank you right then and there i kind of knew they, they were looking for a younger guy i thought for sure i had the gig because i nailed all the songs a month later i heard D- gus g got the gig so I was a little bit upset about that would have so, been cool to be ozzy's last guitar player so he was too young and then he was too old bummer dude. that's kind of a kick in the nuts how the fuck are some old ass people gonna say you're too old? <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Didn't they play uh, with the old drummer of Rage Against the Machine for a while? You know what? When they recorded the, uh, yeah, the they, thirteen album. Or yeah, whatever? they they did for Black Sabbath. You know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Uh oh. I think Gus G writes riffs, and I think I think Loomis would have written them. Can't talk today. I think Loomis would have written Gus G's a like much, much better album for Ozzy. Well, I really think you would have. The world may never know. How many licks does it take, Ryan? Um, takes three. I always bite the lollipop. A one, a two, three. So, did you guys hear this week that YouTube nice gut, Kevin? Thanks. Why is your shirt off? I don't know. It's it the pretzel good. rolls. <laughs> it's late. Get a belly rub. Uh, do you guys watch YouTube videos or do you have subscriptions to channels on What's YouTube? What's that? Man, shut up, Kevin. <laughs> don't give me that sass right now. No, I don't watch too much YouTube. I watch YouTube. Yeah, same thing, same thing. Cool. Uh, except for the exact opposite. <laughs> no, uh, why? What's the deal? What's up? They changed the, uh, Ryan, I think we were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. They changed the appropriateness level that they require for you to get money from your videos. Yeah, and they also stopped monetizing a lot of political content. So stuff yeah. like Young Turks aren't getting a lot of uh, political, aren't getting money. They're not getting monetized for a lot of their political content. And, you know, uh, especially Young Turks, like, they have a huge staff, like, 60 people. They have to pay to create this free content for YouTube. Yeah. And then YouTube's just kind of like, f*** you. But they're doing it for the left and the right, so. Yeah, I just mean either way, all the way around. You should just let people say what they want to say, and if people want to watch it, I guess it's because some corporate entities don't want to be, I don't represent it that way. It makes sense, but. 2016, man. It's the internet, and Charlie Benante from Anthrax is talking about... Uh, the importance of making music videos changing. Uh, when is the last time a band actually made a video? Maybe Slayer? Everybody's just got lyric videos now. Pretty much. I like the playthrough videos. Yeah, I mean, some are... of the techier bands are still doing those. Uh, but... You know what? I was watching a lot of rap music videos the other day. There's still a lot of new music videos coming out. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like if you're a highly technical band and vast majority of your fan base are all musicians, they want to watch you do your thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, they're having to find different uh, avenues of making money, like listening to Jamie Josta talk about uh, selling a bunch of VIP passes. I know a lot of... And then making money off of that. I know a lot of uh, guitarists from different bands are 
and drummers as well and all kinds of musicians are offering skype lessons now um nick from gorod has just recently posted that he's going to be doing skype lessons again which is pretty cool awesome uh kevin you're going to black sabbath uh next week yeah the 13th man ryan are you also gone next week yep I, what <laughs> i'm not gone next weekend it's a wednesday i'm gone oh i thought it was yeah. over the weekend nah man oh, i'm just sweet. taking a day off during the week. Cool. We can make fun of Ryan a whole bunch while he's not around. Where are yep. you going, Ryan? Prophets of Rage. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's been a... Uh, You're going to make America rage again. That's been one of Dave's bucket list uh, bands for a really long time, and I figured this is the closest he's going to get to go see Rage Against the Machine. What's so. the deal with Zach De La Roca? Because he's the one that doesn't he, want to do it, right? He straight up went off the deep end, man. Like, I haven't been paying attention, so... Like, he, he really effing lost it. Just completely had a... Big breakdown. Well, he's always just can't been, handle it. He's been radical since yeah. uh, Inside Out back in the day. I'm actually pretty pumped about Prophets of Rage. Yeah, I've been getting be stoked by watching some of the live videos. They've been doing a bunch of Beastie Boys covers. Wow. Watching Rage Against the Machine, Rage Against the Machine play hits from the bong is yeah, kind of tight. It's Chuck D and Be Real, right from Cypress yeah. Hill. Yeah, exactly. Hell of a combo. Get some good videos or something. Yeah. Have fun at Sabbath. Thanks. Is it just you and Sean that are going? Yeah, just me and Sean. Get some good DVDs for his truck. Hell yeah. Well, of course, there's one thing we can't let you escape this podcast without. Brutal poetry, too hot for radio. Uh, this week, Ryan has unearthed some very representative of 2016. For episode 100, we could only go as hard as possible. So, the band... Get this. The band is called Acidic Vaginal Liquid Explosion Generated by Mass Amounts of Filthy Fecal F***ing and Sadistic Septic Syphilic Me Inside the Infected Maggot-Infested Womb of a Molested Nun Dying Under the Roof of a Burning Church While a Priest Watches and He <laughs> In Immense Perverse Pleasure Over His Fresh First Fresh Fetus. Wow. And the song <laughs> filthy is... Filthy f***ing fistulas. And the song is called out for Harambe. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan, take it away. Dicks out for Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. They have slain our ape king Harambe. Revolt is nigh. It's time to fling your poo. Ripped apart by monkeys. Force fed their feces. Fling it. Dicks out for Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. He knew too much. You took him away from us, our ape king Harambe, taken too soon, lost but never forgotten. His strength will live on through us. We mourn in his name. Those responsible will pay the price and experience a most horrible death. Kill the snipers. Fling your poo at them. Fling it. Kill the bystanders. Fling your poo at them. Kill the child. (laughs) Fling your poo at him. Destroy the world. Fling poo at everything. Yes. They have slain our ape king Harambe. Revolt is nigh. It's time to fling your poo. Out for Harambe. Thank you. Hey, you know what's funny? You actually found those lyrics off of uh, a podcast that I I listened to, WrestlingSoup.com. Really? Yeah. So Wrestling Soup posted those lyrics. They must be big fans of... uh, out for Harambe by Gore of X-A-L-V-B-G-L-A-M-F-A-S-S-S. All right. Thanks for listening. We got an interview right now with a band called Lesbian. They have a new record, and it's f***ing awesome. 
We interviewed them on Metal Shop. We have two songs by them. It's a long interview, and they're an incredible local band. So don't be a sucker. Stick around. Listen up. See you guys next week. Back here on Metal Shop, I am very proud to announce that we have an awesome band in studio. We've had them in before, but they have uh, an incredible record that they are about to drop on the Northwest. In fact, they're about to drop it on the entire world, and uh, I don't know if we're ready for this. Lesbian in studio right now. Welcome to Metal Shop, guys. Yeah! Yeah. What's up, Kevin? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So uh, why don't you reintroduce yourselves, tell us who you are and what you do in Lesbian, and uh, we do have a new member here. Yeah, my name's Brad. I'm singing these days. Cool. My name's Aaron. I'm doing the lead guitars. Uh, I'm Ben, and I'm doing the drums. My name is Daniel. I play guitar. Uh, I'm Pete. I play the bass and uh, do backing vocals. Righteous. Uh, so Hallucinogenesis is the name of the record, uh, and, and when is it about to be released? Uh, it came out yesterday, actually. It came out yesterday. So yeah. uh, we are uh, debuting it here on Metal Shop, and it is out on Translation Lost Records. I haven't heard the full album. I'll just put it out there. So I'm going to be listening to that right now with you guys. How long did it take? And like, uh, I mean, it's, it's your opus, right? They all are. <laughs> I, I, I think so. What? And um, it's basically like a uh, just a very hallucinogenic album. I mean, we've always kind of been about expanding consciousness and had kind of a druggy theme throughout all of our stuff uh but this one like you know after forest television like concept record about a mushroom trip we wanted to play harder and faster and like do something more thrashy and i feel like we got that and we added brad and it's great you know sure yeah i I noticed that that there's like it's a bit more of a thrash influence on the uh on the album so that was a like a concerned thing you guys wanted to to put that in there yeah Uh, yeah it was basically like you know a love of exodus in the 80s (laughs) <laughs> so, um, you know, thrash metal was always prevalent back then. The first song we wrote after uh, uh, Forest Television was Cosmoceratops, and that's markedly one of the more aggressive songs on the record, I think. Cool. Well, let's play Cosmoceratops first, then, if, if we're talking about it, right? Let's yeah, it. thrash it. Yeah. Awesome. So this is uh, the third song on the record, and uh, is there anything you want to say to introduce the uh, to introduce the song? What the hell is it about? It's about the horniest dinosaur. Yeah, the horniest dinosaur ever, Cosmoceratops. It's the only real so- uh, <laughs> song title with a real word <laughs> on the record. When, when, when they're saying horniest dinosaur, too, they mean it has the most horns of any dinosaur that there ever was. That's one oh, of right. the things that we right. mean. It, it's, it's, <laughs> way more, it's way more than a triceratops. He was, uh, the whole concept of the record, he was a survivor of the uh, uh, spore asteroids that collided with Earth, and he got uh, morphed into a killing machine. So, Jesus. Yeah, all, all the spores, <laughs> the spores affect living creatures in different ways, and Cosmoceratops just turned into the ultimate killing machine. The yeah. ultimate killing machine, the horniest dinosaur. It's Cosmoceratops. <laughs> New music by Lesbian. Let's listen to it. Let the music speak for itself. It's Metal Shop. <laughs>
New music by Lesbian here on Metal Shop. That was uh, Hallucinogenesis is the name of the album. Cosmoceratops was the song you just heard. They released that yesterday on Translation Lost Records. They're going to be playing a show September 1st at Chop Suey. Uh, so why'd you guys choose Chop Suey for your show? I know you guys could pretty much choose any venue you wanted to. Why Chop Suey? I think it was the right size venue for sounds us, cool really. Too. It sounds cool there. Like, you know, we, it's great not, sound there. You know. Close to my house. Yeah. <laughs> you can stumble home. <laughs> hey, I still got to drive that van and trailer home, man. I feel it. Uh, yeah, yeah, so that's awesome, man. Like, your songs are a journey in and of themselves, man. And, and it's, it's a great thing to hear new lesbian uh, because we jam the hell out of forest television. And uh, it, it's just cool to hear this, man. I've been waiting for it. And the artwork is beautiful. Dan Seagrave, he did stuff for Suffocation, did stuff for Morbid Angel. Entombed, yes, classic like, entombed artwork. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the uh, songwriting process. How do you guys put these epic, long masterpieces together? I don't know. We kind of just wait for the riffs to tell us what to do. Like, we're commanded by the Space Warrior, as always, and, like, we just... The Space Aaron, Warrior. Aaron comes up with a blender of riffs, you know, and we cycle them out together, and, you know, what works with one riff, like, you know, just kind of one thing leads to another, you know? We're, we don't really know. We're kind of, like, revealing what's already there, you know? It's not so much like songwriting as uh, it is, like, revealing, like, what's already there, you know? It's kind the of like chiseling away. music speaks through you, huh? Yeah, totally. Music of the universe. I feel it. For sure. I'm kind of curious about, I want to talk about Brad a little bit more. You know, the, the vocals in Lesbian have always been kind of sparse, but what was the uh, what was the big push to, to add a big, about a, add a front man and add all these new textures and layers to everything? What, what was kind of the, the, um, the inspiration to kind of move in that new direction? Um, well, the, the end of Forest Television was uh, the King Diamond the, the entrance of, of Brad Moen, really. And uh, it, it kind of like if you listen to the end of that and then start off with hallucinogenesis, you'll see exactly what's up. And <laughs> he's, he's basically the best vocalist around. And uh, he's a good friend, good brother. And he can do what nobody else can do. Oh, yeah. We've been yeah. collaborating with Brad for a long yeah, time. Yeah. And, uh, we love you know. the bleed. Oh, yeah. thanks, man. It's an honor to be with you guys. It was <laughs> when they asked me. Um, I was totally stoked about it, and have always been intrigued about singing with them because they're a great band. Hell yeah! And it's yeah. it's so many different different textures and sounds and styles that you're able to. Reflecting to, the masters, my friend. Reflecting the masters. Yeah, yeah. You're you're, re you're really able to. Uh, you have such a wide stylistic range of, of things that you're able to do vocally, and you know, you. finding a band where you can actually employ all those different styles is is really a cool well, thing. Well, it you know goes to say for the music as well too. The you know, the music calls, I think, kind of calls for that really, mm -hmm. because there's so many twists and turns to it, and you know, it's like it was one of the most difficult lyrical things I've ever done like go home and write a novel <laughs> four songs that's awesome man well you'll be able to see it live again it's September 1st uh, at Chop Suey alongside uh, Nose Nosrep, Nosretep, 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 <laughs> Zoth and Labyrinth and the Desert again. Lesbian record release show this coming Thursday at Shop Suey. We're gonna play a song right now. The first song off the record, Pyramidal Extinctionism. You said this is like a a try. A, how did you describe it? A pyramid? Uh, well, it was our first. We wanted to write. Aaron had this idea to write a song that was basically structured like a pyramid. Okay. So, um, you know, the riffs go up and then they come back down the other side. Sure. Basically. 
Um, so if you can find the, the top of the pyramid, then... Um, find find the top of the pyramid and tell us where it is, you know, and they'll like, buy you a drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, lesbian, awesome to have you guys here. We'll see you on Thursday. And again, one of the best in the Northwest. You got to be aware of this record and you got to pick it up on Thursday. Again, the name of the album is Hallucinogenesis. It's brand new music by Lesbian. Thanks a lot. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Thank Kevin. You. Thanks for having us. Thrash till death. <laughs>
Pass has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.